atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman and Kirk Crosby live on your radio, hard hitting talk, always at your fingertips. LibertyRoundtableLive.com. I'm sorry, LibertyRoundtable.com. What am I thinking? All right. Let's first uh, mention this headline here. I guess California gets sued for demanding Donald Trump's tax returns. I guess they want to change the law, Kurt, is the problem, and they got sued over it. We talked about this a little bit, but we've got more details, Kurt. Well, that's right. Uh, now, um, you've got Roy Moore scolding California over the law, uh, forcing president, uh, the president to release his tax returns. That's if he wants to be on the ballot. Uh, and, uh, you know, you've basically got uh, uh, what I'd call lawless um, activity going on in uh, many places, Sam. And, uh, you know, you're seeing that... Um, Right and left, aren't you? Well, now, the interesting thing about this, in my mind, is if California literally is trying to change the law, I don't know that they have authority to demand that. And, um, you know, a judge like a Roy Moore scolding California over the law forcing the tax return. I mean, is somebody going to speak out about this, Kurt? Can California just do that if they want to? Well, you've got Judicial Watch President Tom Fitton. This is what he had to say about it. Uh, he says, California politicians, in their zeal to attack President Trump, passed a law that also unconstitutionally victimizes California voters. He says it's an obvious legal issue that a state can't amend the U.S. Constitution by adding qualifications in order to run for president. The courts can't stop this abusive law fast enough. Um, And, um, I mean, that pretty much says it all, doesn't it, Sam? Well, in my opinion is, if each state can just do whatever they want to with their own voter laws, I don't know that we have a United States. It's kind of like saying, I'm a state that we're not going to allow your driver's license service, or we're a state that, you know, you can't just travel back and forth to. And at some point, the United States, there's a reason for the federal portion of our government, Kurt. There's a check and balance. And, you know, the Articles of Confederation didn't work too well. And if we're going to just simply jettison these things, you know, we've got to be a nation of the rule of law. And you might not like Donald Trump, but I don't know where you get the authority to demand his tax returns. In fact, when do they start asking for tax returns, Kurt? Do you know? Well, as far as I know, it was just basically recently. Yeah, but the answer is easy to know. You want to know why? When we got it, I yeah, guess. Um, that's right. And so you could fix that by just eliminating that problem. Yeah, when did we get it, by um, the way, Kurt? 1913. So they passed it in 1913, but they didn't really start to enforce it until right after World War II, basically, right? Yeah, and I mean, at least this is the first time I've ever heard of any uh, presidential candidate being mandated, forced, or whatever to put that out. Uh, The American Center for Law and Justice, um, you know, they kind of chimed in besides the Judicial Watch boys. and they explained that the bill was unlawful because it changes the qualifications for the presidency in violation of the Constitution. Uh, it violates federal tax law and also the California state Constitution. Well, those guys should understand those uh, people. You know, if the end justifies the means. Yeah, but what if you just hate whatever. Donnie? 
it says uh, uh, the uh, well, the California legislature may be worried that President Trump might win their state, but breaking the law to try and keep him off the ballot will not help their cause. The ACLJ says. Well, what if Donald so, does win the state, Kurt? Well, that's a good point. Then you know, I don't know what I think about it. Uh, what? Then the people have had their say, like they're supposed to. Imagine that, Sam. Right. I mean, Imagine what we need is to ensure honesty in the system and let the chips fall where they may, my friend. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's so much manipulation of these uh, results um, when you look at things in so many areas. Yeah, they say Steve King and Roy Moore don't even belong in the GOP anymore, Kurt. Bad men, bad people. Well, yeah, that's what the headline reads. And yet uh, when I see that, I'm thinking "Mm, that's another basically thing saying how stupid the whole party party system is. And yet, uh, you know, we've watched as our close friends, associates, uh, you know, for example, Scott Bradley, Dr. Scott Bradley, who, uh, you know, some folks, uh, if you. Uh, hear this broadcast you'll know him pretty well the man was um, well a what they call um, an insider for the republicans in other words he was on the big boards and the local guys the leaders and all that stuff and he just finally had enough of it Um, you know to say nothing about you and i sam but uh and uh now they're saying this this is the guys at nationalreview.com jonathan s tobin who's got this headline there uh steve king and roy moore don't belong in the gop and i would simply ask uh, well then who does um they say it's president trump's job to stop the pair you know these two guys that are you know they say i guess what they're saying is they're republican in name only you know they call them rhinos i guess uh but i would say that if you look at the uh republican platform you'll find that um these two in my opinion well, they embrace it a whole lot more than guys like uh, McConnell and. Uh, yes, and I Mayer, agree with your point. Cetera, but I got, you know, I don't know. When, I mean, I agree with your point, but I kind of say this. Do you think the Steve King and Roy Moore belong in the Republican Party, Kurt? I don't. I actually I agree with the nobody, headline, but for different reasons. belongs in any party, I That's right. would say. I would say, one, I don't believe anybody belongs in any party. I don't know why, I don't know why yeah. we want to be partisan and enemy and divisionary from the start. Um, That's exactly however, right. I would say that Steve King and Roy Moore both embody a lot more of what I believe in, a lot more of the Republican-esque platform than most of the other people. Uh, but I... I understand they want to beat rhino or republican in name only because that's the only way they can get the votes based on the rigged system we've got kurt Mm -hmm. look you can't even get on the ballot and be considered a realistic candidate if you're not on one of those quote two uh, you know if you don't put your name on one of those two banners it's kind of like you're sidelined in america you know you gotta that's exactly right well you know they're gonna kick you off the ballot for this and you don't have enough signatures for that and you're a nobody for this and you're a whatever and and they make it very 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 difficult so i kind of like the idea that steve king Rand Paul, Mike Lee, uh, you know, uh, Roy Moore, uh, Sam Bushman, Kurt Crosby. I mean, we're all kind of rhinos in a way. 
you know, or whatever that means, or at least we're we're not uh, swamp monsters. Uh, no, of like, course we're not. At least uh, that I would call the guys like the McConnells or whatever. Um, but if know, I have to take on that name to get on. on the ballot, what I stand for, though, is my character and who I am and what I believe in. And I would say let my record of constitutionality stand on its own, Kurt. And I was talking mm-hmm. to a lady just the other day. We were talking about that, how we're not Republican or Democrat. She said, I like to learn enough about somebody to decide if they should represent me or not. Imagine that Imagine idea. Imagine that. That's wacky stuff. I think she's right as rain, though. Uh, stand yeah. up candidates well enough to decide who you think should represent you. Who mirrors your views enough to where you feel comfortable delegating that, voting for that authority to be in their hands on your behalf? Isn't that what a constitutional republic is about? Mm, anyway, pretty cool. Anything else on this one? Well, you know, for example, <clears throat> you still have this um, these uh, swamp monsters, these insider boys, you know, the McConnell likes or whatever. They're saying that um, Roy Moore is threatening to play the same destructive role he did in 2017. <clears throat> says when his scandal ridden stop for a minute how is he threatening anything he's just offering like any other american i mean we run around and tell you you know get involved get involved he, all he's doing is getting involved he has every right to do that as an american citizen doesn't he kurt well no sam because they've told him he's not an approved candidate see you've got to remember uh, you know if you're not uh given the well um moniker of um sticker of approval then you're just supposed to be out you're supposed to i mean no matter what the people say go away uh, quietly yeah that's right they they go on to say like king uh moore has always been an outlier among republicans and i would i would add right in here yeah he's so much an outlier the uh people there in alabama put him as the supreme or their state supreme court justice the the head honcho twice uh i mean yeah those people he's just an outlier you know uh and he would have been elected i believe in this last election had not the washington post the new york times and so many others uh pushed forward um lies about him and made people stay home and not support him. Yeah, but and you know I what? I think he is an outlier in the sense that, you know what? That's true. The Republican Party has never been, in my opinion, the pure party of constitutionalists, Kurt. The party, look, in the early days of the Republican Party, no one wanted to be a Republican at all. The Democrat Party was the conservative party. The Democrat Party was where it's at. Um, and so all I'm telling you is that I, I kind of agree with the headline for different reasons. I find it fascinating how they manipulate this and just attack, 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 attack. And they literally disenfranchise, in my opinion, the supporters of a Roy Moore and or a Steve King by their ideology that's dishonest and immoral. It's like this. Hey, uh, Roy Moore is an outlier to the party. He doesn't have a right to be part of that party. Although the party is the big tent guys when it comes to promoting the, you know, the log cabin gay and lesbians in promoting people who would destroy our country. The Big tent covers them. Just doesn't cover guys like Roy Moore. Uh, But I would say this. You know what? The movers and the shakers in America have always been outliers, haven't they? They've always been the unique trendsetters, the leaders, not to accept the mainstream, quote, status quo. All right, Liberty Roundtable Live in seconds. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? 
Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt, and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. Hey, listen up. This is a deep state alert. Former Texas Congressman Steve Stockman, who moved to arrest Lois Lerner for contempt of Congress, has been imprisoned by the very office that Lerner led. You heard right. Stockman hit the Obama administration hard, and they hit back with the full force of the federal government. The guy who said he wanted Mark Levin as Speaker of the House was the first to threaten Obama's impeachment, exposed Hillary's selling steel to the Iranians, and blocked both Obama's immigration and gun bills from even reaching the House. But Obama holdovers came after him in federal court with trumped up charges and have locked our guy up. Like many others, he was on Obama's hit list. Steve fought for us in Congress. Now we need to fight for him. Don't abandon this wounded hero on the battlefield. Let's help cover his massive legal costs. To chip in five bucks or more, text the word FIGHT to 444-999. That's FIGHT, F-I-G-H-T, to 444-999. Or go to DefendAPatriot.com. That's DefendAPatriot.com. With news the networks refuse to use. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right, Kurt, there's a lot of labels the mainstream world or press or whatever you want to say likes to call you and me. And uh, some of them I like, some of them I don't like, some of them I embrace for certain reasons. When they say these people don't belong in the GOP or they're they're, um, uh, out of step with Washington or whatever else, I kind of like a lot of that, even though I know it's strange. Uh, for the reasons that we don't believe in parties and et cetera, et cetera. But one label that you're really called um, that's kind of fascinating is this term, Kurt, called a cord cutter. You're one of them cord cutters, aren't you, Kurt? Well, yeah, you're talking about the people who just... Um, cord cutter Kurt they don't, Cosby. They don't fit um, <laughs> the way they want you to fit. Uh, that is correct. like when the my... Uh, internet provider uh you know basically it's xfinity uh comcast if you will pretty big company uh you know whenever they i want to talk to them about how my bill's getting a little bit too high then they remind me well if you'll uh, bundle some things together then you can get a lower cost and I, as far as i can tell they just basically are playing around with the numbers um and they're um that way they can say, look, um, we've got another person that watches, you know, I don't know, HBO or something like that. Uh, and somehow they get bonus for that or they get um, extra money or you know, I, uh, I don't really. Um, you're a subscriber, ahead. sir. Yeah. Right. Never yeah. mind that you're just like, oh, whatever you got to do to save me money, do it. I don't give a rip. But you're a subscriber, buddy. You're like an intentional opt-inner. You yeah. court cutter, you. 
See, and I, I just find the whole thing just fascinating. Anyway, Kurt's backing into a real discussion about how it all works. It's all manipulated numbers and everything else. They play games. Nevertheless, mm-hmm. this term called cord cutter I find fascinating. It makes it sound like you're just a bad guy. You're just cutting the cord, chopping off the power, destroying the world. I would call cord cutters, Kurt, opportunity seekers. Just imagine if they called them all opportunity seekers. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like you went to a store <laughs> and you found out you could save some money. Uh, you know, it's like people that go from uh, New York and California where they get taxed out of their homes, et cetera. Out of their minds, and they, Yeah, and they go to somewhere where... Hey, there, there are less taxes and rolling on that down there to Texas, crazy. saving cash, right? Well, uh, so you call them. I call them opportunity seekers. Uh, some would call them cord cutters. Smart. I would call them smart. I would say money savers. The other thing I would say is new media embracers. There you go. New media embracers, because what they really want, Kurt, is they want to save money. Okay, but there's a war mm-hmm. between the cord cutters or those of us who are seeking new media opportunities, etc. And the TV providers. Now, read the headline because it tells you what we want. We want opportunity. We want cost savings. We want new media. We want different channels. We want, okay, what does the headline say they want, Kurt? Hmm. I, I was trying to Headline the, says cord cutting speeds up as TV providers scramble to boost profits. So they're not like, hey, how can I build Sam a better service if he's kind of thinking of leaving? I want to up the ante and really double down uh, in support of him as the customer. Uh, I want to deliver happiness to him. I want to just, you know, make this serious. I want to. Okay. <laughs> they're just like, hey, man, you're trying to leave. You're the whacked out cord cutter conspiracy theorist. Crazy, man. And you know what? I want to boost my profits and you won't let me. Yeah. And I'm right. thinking, evil. no wonder we got a problem here. Okay, if they want to boost profits, what I submit to you is increase services to where I'm like, hey, I don't mind paying a little bit more for this incredible service. But when they give me 300 channels of garbage that I don't want, and then they want the channel, or I mean, I want the channel they don't have, and then I try to go get that channel, they're going to mock me with a term called, you're just a cord cutter. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, wait a minute, I'm an opportunity seeker. I'm looking for, and new services are around all the time, Kurt, now. More and more and more and more of them. Which are, what do I say about it? Which are basically trying to set a standard, right? For example, Disney uh, is trying to challenge Netflix, Kurt, to make the point. Well, that's exactly right, Sam. Isn't that what we call competition? Um, And... um, you know, I mean, I think it's a good thing. Yeah, and when you have competition, um, you typically have a better product, right? That's what I think, but of course, I'm not I've a seen it certified a econ- economist there now. Mm-hmm. Now I find it though. They say rip, Netflix trends. Rip, you know what rip means? In rest this in case, peace. Right? That's right. Yeah, good point. Um. Netflix trends as Disney. They're saying rest in peace, Netflix, right? Yeah, that's what they're saying. As Disney announces $12.99 streaming bundle. So let me ask you a question, though, Kurt. If Disney is doing a streaming bundle and Netflix has a streaming bundle and they've got, 
you know, a lot of viewers there, buddy. Is this just like those are like cord cutter aid in abetting or what? It's a great. And I'm just kind of wondering. We're talking about Disney. We're not talking about Sam started up some, you know, alternative to something. Right. That's I mean, right. how many viewers does Comcast have, Kurt? Do you know? No. Well, I mean, that's a good question because it, what if they're like me? Well, then you're a viewer, buddy. I know you never yeah. turned it on. Said, Your dog doesn't even, even watch it. hooked it up, you know? Your dog right. doesn't even watch it. But, buddy, you are, let me just explain this to you. Are you ready? You are mm-hmm. a subscriber. You subscribed, Kurt. Don't tell me you didn't now. See how they play? Kurt didn't just subscribe. They just kind of forced him into it because they said, hey, here's the bundle and it saves you money. And Kurt's like, okay. Yeah. But see, they play as if that's a subscriber, a viewer. Point. Yeah. How many Comcast video subscribers are there? And how many of there are legitimate? Let me give you another example to make the point, Kurt. How many customers does Comcast have in 2018? It's the nation's largest Comcast company. They have 26.2 internet customers. Okay, 26.2 million. And 22.3 million video customers. Um, Do you think it's a coincidence that it's so similar in numbers, Kurt? They're all on a forced save money bundle, buddy. I don't... Yeah, I don't think so, because why wouldn't you spend less to get, I guess you could say, more? Now, Netflix, Kurt, has how many viewers or how many subscribers or how many? I don't know what term to use here, right? Do you know, Kurt? Yeah. Well, I don't know, but I know this. Come on, Kurt. On the the times we've used Netflix, I've never really paid for it, but we've got a family member that has. And so then everybody kind of shares around the the login or whatever, and yet lately... uh, you know, I'm, I haven't used it for months. Uh, I just use you ready, Kurt? YouTube now and just, you know, enter 60 in what I want. 60 million paying subscribers, so it's well over triple. Yep. That's going to Now, they change, say I Netflix think. is using, losing subscribers, Kurt. Well, yeah, they paid, what, $50 million to the Obamas uh, to do some, you know, deal like that uh guy like me says man i don't want my money going now cnn just says they have 139 million subscribers wow so i got a question um is it cord cutters kurt when the majority of people now have other services rather than the cord that literally smacks of the old style media they're just you know uh in their dying gasps uh, saying, save us, you know. How about uh, if they say traditional TV us. services yeah, experience right. last gasp a, in a desperation it, isn't it? to play games and attack their customers? It's a flat-out mm-hmm. insult on the customers, and they're going, you know, people are wondering why we don't come back. Mm-hmm. Look, folks, it's called disruptive technology, and it's there for a reason. Let me give you another example. A lot of people say, how many uh, listeners does satellite radio have, right, Kurt? Well, yep. when you rent a car, it's got it. When you buy a car, it's got it for free for a while. And are those subscribers, that's right. Kurt? Well, that's what they say, I think. Yeah, think? they do. And I say it's a lie. Yeah. 
I say it's not the truth at all. Anyway, the bottom line is, so you and I are cutting the cord, meaning the customers are cutting the cord, as TV providers scramble to boost profits. Well, I'm telling you right now, they're going to continue to melt down. It's like Pizza Hut. They're going to just shut down, shut down, shut down, because the new economy is here. Disruptive technology is at the helm. And Netflix is huge. Uh, Disney is huge. And even Amazon has more and more services. Do you know what that new Amazon thing's called? Amazon Prime, is that new? Well, there's Amazon Prime, but there's also like Amazon Up. Are you familiar with that? Mm, I'm not up on that. Man, that's probably why you're down on it then. All right, hold on. That's right. We'll talk about it. Sam and Curtin, seconds. Pursuing liberty, using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Wendy King. President Trump's visits to both El Paso and Dayton to offer condolences following the weekend mass shootings were greeted by protests. In public remarks during the trip, the president lashed out at Dayton's mayor and Senator Sherrod Brown of Ohio over their characterization of his visit with victims hospitalized in Dayton. I get on Air Force One where they do have a lot of televisions. I turn on the television and there they are saying, well, I don't know if it was appropriate for the president to be there, you know, et cetera, et cetera, you know, the same old line. They're very dishonest people and that's probably why he got, I think, about zero percent that he failed as a presidential candidate. In the investigation of the suspected El Paso shooter, the suspect's mother called local police in Allen, Texas, weeks before the attack concerned about her son owning an AK-type firearm. This is USA Radio News. Do you wish you could get better sleep and maybe lose a few pounds? Maybe more than a few pounds? Well, there's this product called Calitrin that helps with both sleep and weight loss. Just listen to what people are saying about it. I've been taking Calitrin for right about three months, and I've lost 24 pounds and 19 overall inches. But my sleep has improved. I have so much more energy, and I have the desire to succeed more than ever. Anyone who needs weight loss, more energy, and better sleep, this product really does deliver. I'm Roger. Uh, Over the three months that I took the product, my sleeping habits uh, are increasingly much better. I got a better night's sleep, and uh, I just can't say enough about the product and how it makes you feel. Also, uh, I additionally lost a little bit of weight on the program as well. Hi, this is Erickson. I take Calitrin for weight loss, and I've lost about 20 pounds, and I feel great. Calitrin is scientifically proven to help with sleep and weight loss safely and effectively. Check it out at TopLoss.com. That's TopLoss.com. The Labor Department saying that 209,000 Americans filed first-time claims for unemployment benefits last week. That's 9,000 fewer than the week before. Lawyers for the family of the El Paso shooting suspect say his mom called police because she was worried about him owning the gun that authorities say the 21-year-old eventually used to murder 22 people at a Walmart last Saturday. The lawyers saying that it was a purely informational call that she made to police in Allen, expressing concerns about him owning the gun considering his age and maturity level. A Texas public safety officer told her that because her son was 21, he was legally allowed to own the gun. In California, four people dead in Orange County after a man goes on a robbing and stabbing spree last night. A police spokesman says he is now in custody. But he does have a criminal history. He has been arrested before, but I don't know what that criminal history is right now. This is USA Radio News. 
anyway, so more and more and more of these companies are getting involved in this, uh, uh, I don't know what you call it, cord cutting, new streaming service uh, offerings. And when you talk about Disney and Netflix and Amazon and Microsoft and Apple uh, and Hulu, and I mean, I can go on and on and on, Kurt. I'm telling you right now, these cable companies are starting to become tiny in comparison. So there you have it. All right. The FBI is warning uh, of copycat mass shootings, Kurt. You want to respond to this one? Well, yes, Sam. I mean, uh, we've been talking about this like forever, it seems like. Uh, whenever the media um, highlights and gives a you know day of glory to these uh, nuts uh, doing these things, then I believe it encourages more of them, don't you? Well, yeah, but Kurt, I think they kind of want more of them. I know. That's. I mean, I know that's sad to say, and I know it's like, Sam, how could you even say such a thing? Remember, if it bleeds, it leads. Um, These guys get more viewers slash advertisers, etc., when they have this kind of um, story to promote. Don't they? Yeah, and I so I you know it's sad for me to say, and I I don't like to say it, but I think it's true. I just see so much in the news. For example, Texas cognitive scientist Kurt. All right, um, let me see if I can find that one. Uh, was that one? Uh, I it sounds that's the guy who's basically saying. Uh, I'm trying to remember what he said. Uh, you know. He, Let's see. Cognitive scientist. All right. Anyway, Texas cognitive scientist. Evidence blaming Blaming video games games. for violence. He says the evidence is weak there, Kurt. Now, Yeah, it's probably just about as weak as, uh, and they put that in quotes, weak, uh, because it depends on how you define weak. Uh, But what about, you know, ask that Texas cognitive scientist, you know, a real smart thinker. uh, What about... All the guys that uh, we see are on these uh, psychotropic drugs. So in my mind, you could profile these people really easy. You could simply say, hey, we've got a threat warning about somebody or something. You look at three quick things. Are they a gamer? Yes or no. And if a gamer, how much? Mm -hmm. Massive gamer, extreme gamer, whatever word you want to use there. Okay. Are they on psychotropic drugs or psychiatric medicine? Yes. Gamer, psychiatric drugs. Have they been in trouble with the law and or with people in the past via school, employment, etc.? If the answer is yes to all three, Kurt, what do you say to that? I you've got a winner there. I'm not saying you destroy all their rights, but I'm saying you start to work on a support system around them. The next question is, do they have any tie to the military, to the CIA, to the FBI, to the something? Yep. If they got all four of those, I'm telling you right now. Then the next question is, do they have a strong family they come from? Or do they come from a broken home? Now, if they come from a broken home, I'm not picking on them. I'm not saying they're bad people because they come from a broken home. What I'm saying is these are compensating compensating factors. Okay, In the mortgage world, when we try to get you a loan, Kurt, I look at your credit and I look at your situation. You don't mean a loan like you're a loan over there. You mean a loan like that. That's correct. That's right. Okay. And, and, and I look at you and I say, you know what? He's just not really qualified to buy this house with the typical reasons or circumstances. But I then look into your life and I say, you know what? But Kurt Crosby is self-employed. 
And normally self-employed people, you know, they got a problem because the IRS, they got to show as little money made as possible. No wonder he can't show that he makes very much money. That's like intentional, right? I can write compensating letters. I can do different things to, to shore up your worthiness for this loan. Well, the same thing is true with compensating. In this case, I would call it contributing factors. And that is if somebody's a gamer, if somebody's had trouble in the past with employment or school or whatever or the law, if somebody's on psychotropic drugs, if somebody has legally purchased weapons recently or a lot of them or et cetera, et cetera, then you got to start to say, what was their home life like? Then you got to start to say, are they a loner? And, and I guess I'm saying it seems to me that with a profile, you could easily figure out who would be a concern. Uh, and, you know, I don't care if the evidence blaming video games violence is weak or not. I'm telling you right now, it's a factor. How many of the shooters were gamers? How many of the shooters were on psychotropic drugs? How many of the shooters come from broken homes? How many of the shooters uh, have been in trouble with the law and or kicked out of school or job or you know a reason to be disgruntled? How many of these shooters, for example, males, have had uh, a lot of trouble with women? And you would say, well, Sam, don't you profile? And my response is they've already profiled Sam and Curtis cord cutters, haven't they, Kurt? You're one of them cord cutters, aren't you? Oh, yeah. See? Among other things, racist, um, you know, go down the list. Right? Now, I understand the FBI's warning of copycat shootings, and I hope we don't have them. Right. But if we if we talk about the profiling and the solutions that I am to find early warning signs without jumping to red flag laws, mm-hmm. if we work on building strong support groups for people, if they have had a broken home life, mm-hmm. it's no reason to attack them, Kurt. It's not like it's their fault or that they're the bad guy because of it. It is a factor to acknowledge. It is a piece of this puzzle to be aware of. And in my mind, what you do when that happens is you try to be good neighbors. You try to be you try to find networks and support groups and and acceptance for these people in some ways so they don't go to extreme views. And I believe uh, when the family breaks down, what would be the next line of defense in your mind, Kurt? Well, the church would That's be right. normally I agree. next. Uh, the church. But, but so many times. And you can't uh, force them to go to church. They take those out of there. Mm-hmm. But you can encourage them to go to church. You can find things at the church that might, you know, appeal to them. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it, some of these people may have hobbies. Let's say it's basketball or let's say it's maybe you get them involved in some humanitarian service. Just imagine if you met the guy at Walmart or whatever and he said, hey, you know what? <clears throat> We're doing this, and we'd like you. To, we're, we really need your help with this. Would you be willing to help us? And uh, okay, mm. get them involved in society and have a little bit of acceptance. And I think a little less video games, a little less psychotropic drugs, a little less loneliness, a little less <clears throat> rejection will go a long way, Kurt. But nobody's talking about the things that I'm talking about. Nobody. And this uh, piece that we're you know discussing from Breitbart where it talks about this cognitive scientist and he says that the uh, these uh, connections to video games is uh, kind of a weak deal he's a psychology professor uh, Dr. Art Markham and uh, you know he says um, 
the weekend of August 3rd and 4th uh, was a violent one in the United States. Uh, over just a few hours, two mass shootings in El Paso, Texas, and Dayton, Ohio, claimed over 25 lives and wounded many more. He called out Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick for scapegoating video games. And he says, uh, we've always had guns, always had evil, but I see a video game, or excuse me, this is what the... Uh, uh, Texas lieutenant governor said about it, but he says, uh, I see a video game industry that teaches young people to kill. Uh, that's what he mentioned about it. And, uh, you know, I think the guy could add something like, uh, remember we, we saw those stories right on that same weekend of, uh, what was it? These big fast and furious, um, you got Hollywood shooting up people, you know, in the days of old, it was Marshall Dillon or whatever. And if he did use his gun to stop something, it was, you know, uh, he thought about it. He was careful. It wasn't just shooting up the whole town. Uh, and that's what you see in the days uh, we live in now. Uh, this guy, Markham, uh, you know, the psychology professor, says he cited the numerous studies. He says, in fact, meta-analysis uh, that studies those studies themselves that have failed to prove any level of causation between virtual and real-world wor violence. At best, he says playing a lot of violent video games probably makes people a little more aggressive overall, but not much. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, I just, you know, I mean, I think you can you can find some uh, official um, if if you're a video game industry guy that doesn't want to have any government oversight or whatever, then you're going to find your experts that say, hey, man, our stuff doesn't cause problems. Yeah, and, and I'll you're say going this. To do the same thing with the drug companies. I'll say this to make the point, too, Kurt. You know what? The evidence is weak. If you take most people that have no drugs, that don't have rejection in society, meaning they're not loners, that have strong families, that have, okay, a good job and they're not in trouble with their job or with their school or with girls or with, okay, I agree that somebody, you know, playing a shoot 'em up game isn't going to drive them over the edge and they're not going to go postal on everybody. I agree with that point. Where I disagree is when we act like that compensating factor doesn't matter and we ignore it. When you start to add the compensating factors up or the, um, what do you, whatever you want to call it, the contributing factors up, you start to get mm -hmm. to this idea that, you know what? Trouble with girls alone isn't a problem. There's a lot of people that have trouble with the opposite sex. When you put all these factors together, though, then you've got something that creates this synergism of destruction. Are they going to acknowledge that or ignore it, huh? You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love 
get married and have some kids. Have we realized the assault against our lives, our liberties, our faith? To defeat this assault, Christians and all people of goodwill should have strategies to prevail in our faith and principles, which are simple. No need for a complex formula. One goal, one aim. A strategy like the heroic Christians of the past. We win, they lose. Nothing less. Big Q, Little Q. The Calm Before the Storm by a friend of Megagoria. The strategy of heaven revealed. Big Q, Little Q. The Calm Before the Storm. Available on Amazon.com or by calling Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000. I'm going to kind of rewind a little bit for a discussion here, ladies and gentlemen. I mentioned a place called Up, and I couldn't remember all the whole name of it because I just didn't have it at my fingertips. Sometime on the radio, I just, I'm by myself, and I don't have the big, massive staff, so I had to reach out on one of the breaks and ask my daughter. And thank heaven she's smarter than I am, so she caught me up on all this. The thing's called Up Faith and Family, and that's registered. Up Faith and Family. UpFaithandFamily.com is where you go. Uh, they say stream anytime, anywhere, Kurt. And it's upfaithandfamily.com. Now, here's the interesting thing. You know what they call it? America's favorite online TV streaming services for families. And they say uplifting and faith-promoting, Kurt. Um, and they go on and on and talk about how, hey, the problem is this, just, this stuff just isn't on TV. It says this on the website. It's a good family channel. With no foul language. And, um, well, it's movies you can't find on regular TV. These are viewers saying this. It costs $53 a month or a year. If you do the annual plan, Kurt, fifty three ninety nine billed annually, so 54 bucks. And um, anyway, it's a pretty cool thing. And let me tell you why I bring this up, though. Um, I watched something on it yesterday, Kurt. And there was a swear word. But you know what happened to the swear word, Kurt? What? There was a little blip of silence, buddy. And there was no swear word. How do I know it was a swear word? Because I rewound it and went, what? Was that a blip in my TV streaming? Or No, it was intentional. They literally took the swear word out of the movie, Kurt. <laughs> Tremendous. And it's called, it's Amazon Up? Well, uh, it's done or partnered with. It's hard to say. Again, you don't, without a gazillion hours of research, Kurt, you don't know who's who these days. Right. Okay, so, you know, I don't know how to tell you. It's called Up, Faith, and Family. And I think it's an Amazon offering. But I'm not positive how you know that. Mm-hmm. Right? But anyway, they got a bunch of stuff. Kids shows, wedding shows, Christmas movies, fan favorites. And then they got this, Kurt. This will kind of surprise you. They got a thing that says white film and TV. I'm just kidding. It's not true. 
You want to know it's what it says? Black, probably. Black film and TV. Now, by the way, I'm fine with black film and TV. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I'm just kind of making a point, though, that if you had white film and TV, everybody would just come unhinged. And they would yeah, just good point. melt down. Anyway, if you uh, pay for it, it's five ninety nine a month if you want to do it monthly. But there's a free trial. Uh, anyway, it's pretty cool. And I think, again, it's an Amazon thing, but it's hard for me to... I can't see that. I'm looking at upfaithandfamily.com, and I'm looking at their about part. And, yeah. you know, trying Does it to say figure out if I can read... at the top, read, uh, the streaming read. service I'm talking about, though? Yeah, when I... Okay, so you're on the right page. Go ahead. It says America's favorite streaming yes, service perfect. for families, okay. et cetera. Uh, but then when you choose the about section, um, you don't get... I mean, at least I thought you'd get like a uh, Joe and I put this together. Uh, it says how it works. It says new to up faith and family. Watch our short video to see what you've been missing. Up faith and family is America's favorite streaming service for families. Instantly access endless family and faith friendly entertainment, all commercial free on any device. Um, you know, I mean, I just don't see. Um, I get it. it. That's why I'm telling you that it. I think it's an Amazon service, though. Uh-huh. But it's really hard to kind of answer your questions about it, Kurt. I just don't know. Anyway, I commend them. I've tested their service. It's pretty neat. And, um, you know, it is a lot more family friendly. Hmm. So, you know, and those cord cutters, I would call family friendly movie seekers. See? Todd, yeah, calm. Anyway, um, up faith and family. Who the heck owns the thing? You can type that into Google if you want. They'll tell well, you everything. Yeah, they'll, they'll tell you because Google always tells you the truth about it. You know. I mean, All right. That's how it works. Uh, look, let's talk about the states with the weakest recovery since Great Recession, Kurt. Yeah, uh, Sam. Um, now, uh, at least in my opinion, uh, not surprisingly, uh, you're going to see. Um, basically the ones that you know continue to charge high taxes um at least i think um i'm just putting that one in here so i can remember I yeah remember the bottom the line with this story kurt is that they're basically saying hey even the weakest states are enjoying tremendous economic success yeah, they the enjoy soaring income growth in the Trump economy. And, uh, you know, that's why uh, I know that the standard media, the ones that said that President Trump would never get elected, by the way, um, are saying that, oh, man, he's he's hurting in this state and that state and all these other places. Uh, and yet, didn't they always tell us... Um, it's the economy, stupid, uh, you know, that would run things. And and that's what's happening, Sam. And I think uh, that's why I suggest if the Democrats get one state, I'll be surprised. And, and not that I'm really pro-Republican. I'm just saying under the picture that we are in, you know, with the Republican-Democrat thing like it is, I just don't see them uh, pulling off a win in almost any state, I guess you could say New York and California, probably. Uh, but uh, it's amazing to me when you see uh, even even the poorest places, uh, they kind of get drug along, if you will, uh, with um, 
the uh, good things happening in America, in spite of the uh, media, I believe, not because of. Yeah. Anyway, I find that interesting that even the weakest states are doing quite well. And I don't think this is a, uh, what, story the mainstream really wants to talk about too much either? <laughs> of course not, Sam. But I'm just they delighted. Wouldn't. I hope we have more of it. Is that like and a terrorist we want thought? To improve it. Yeah, that is. A, you can tell that is. A, All know, right. Especially because you're a white guy and you're a, you know. I'm probably one of those faith and family film watchers, too. That's right. Dang right. One of them cord-cutting faith and family film people. Wow. That's right. AOC ought to go off on me. Hey, Mm -hmm. seven Democrats are in the news, Kurt. I guess they're in a New Hampshire primary poll. Uh, Well, remember a while back, Sam, uh, when, like, Ron Paul was running or whatever, and, and they'd say, the media would say something like, well, they hardly get any support, so they ought to just drop out. Remember that? Yes, yeah, sir. Well, have you heard them say anything to any of these Democrats that basically they say, hey, don't have any support at all? Have you heard them say you guys ought to just head home? No. I haven't heard not a that chance. That's not, that's not what they're doing. What they'll do is say those guys have millions of dollars in the bank ready to go to take everybody else and their dog on, buddy. Well, and plus, I think it's part of the whole uh, uh, deal where, you know, you, I mean, it's a participation award, you know. I mean, you you got to make sure that everybody's, you don't want to upset anybody as now, Sam. And in fact, you should make all of them president uh, because everybody wants to be, right? Yeah. It's just very strange. I mean, yeah, it's uh, the new world we live in, you know. Right? Uh-huh. I can't find out who owns this service, Kurt. Oh, shocker, Sam. That kind of tells me either they're just trying, you know, maybe there's some good guys like the American Family Association. They don't want to take the heat. Or there's some bad guys that are trying to get your money. Well, I think but it's a legitimate the one thing service. is they're doing something good. You know, I mean, by their fruit, she shall know them, right? Yeah, I think it's At a legitimate service. Uh, yeah. And they're tied in with enough big people to, to not debate if they're legitimate, right? All right, John Krusel wrote an article, Kurt. John Krusel. Let's see if I can find John Krusel's article. Is it yeah. a recent one? or No proof. Description drugs fuel mass shootings. I got it like oh, yeah. 30 seconds yeah. ago, man. Okay, okay. Sorry, yeah. I just didn't remember the guy's name. Uh, and yet, uh, Sam, uh, you know, remember how Jerry Hughes would teach us about um, it? nothing is official until it's been denied? And so you look at this headline and it says, no proof prescription drugs fuel mass shootings. So that would be the... Um, Denial, right? Of course. And yet, uh, according to our buddy Jerry Hughes, has uh, now gone on to his great reward. You know, he would he taught us one of the ten rules of politics is nothing is official until it's been denied. So you look at that and you go, hmm. you know, there's that's yeah. what they're doing, right? Yes, and um, you know. I don't know how to respond to the things like that, though. What do you mean, no proof? Again, it all depends well, on how you define proof. 
That's exactly right. You know, I mean, is there even? It's proof like the that... guys lately. Uh, they were telling us how how dumb it was to use vitamins and minerals. Uh, you know, you should just uh, eat right. You know, and uh, of course, you know, they want you to have all the surgeries and all the doctor approved things. You know, but you know, don't be doing that nutrition stuff. That's just a waste of money. Well, and my question you know, is, do we even have proof that these two shooters shot everybody, Kurt? They haven't had a trial yet. They're innocent until proven guilty, right? We think they did and stuff, but we're all over the news acting like they're the guilty parties already, Kurt. We don't have any proof of that yet, right? Great point, Sam. Now you can say, well, Sam, people saw it. We have video. We have... I get it. Hmm. I understand. But how many of these shooters are on drugs? No one in the media has been willing to document that. They're just willing to run around and tell you no proof. Weak causal effect of gaming. No proof of drugs. Well, how many of these shooters are on uh, massive gaming regiments of that massive time on violent gaming and how many of them are on drugs then That's let's great. break down and so we might say something like this 95 percent of shooters gamers and drug drug you know prescription drugs and then what mm-hmm. what we could say about that is oh there's no proof but it's just such a cause and effect that it can't be denied right right all right well kurt wants to hang out with charles barkley now it's his new favorite character well, not really, but this is from the Atlanta oh, Blackstar.com, uh, you know, Sam. Uh, and he's got choice words for President Trump, but then he also says a little piece of u- useful information, I think. He says, both parties suck. And, uh, now, don't you I agree with Charles? Thought, well, yeah. Come on, I mean, double so down. Yes, words, Charles is right. He's basically saying that uh, the party system is messed up, right? As goofy as Barkley is, he's right, Kurt. Yeah. That's you know? Right. And I commend and it's him. coming from the Atlanta Black Star. And I don't know if those are Do choice. they have the Atlanta White Star? No, of course not. Come? That's illegal. No, that's yeah. like racist. That's right. Hey, I'm telling you right now that what I find fascinating, though, is Charles is right, but I wouldn't call it choice words. I would say Charles Barkley has honesty card for the Donald. That's what I'd say. By the way, Roseanne Arquette. Kurt, finish on that one, will you? Roseanne Arquette. Let's see. That one basically, uh, I guess she's some famous lady. She says, I'm sorry. I was born white and privileged. It disgusts me. Does it disgust you how you were born, Sam? Not a chance. I'm grateful that God made me the way I am, and I'm proud of my white heritage, and I think everybody should be proud of their heritage. And I'm going to double down and say thank the Lord he made me the way I am. This nation shall endure.